What's wrong with you people? How do y'all feel this morning? Why do you always make me define what you meant? What? That's how I feel. I don't know why you're clapping. I'm talking about you. Hello and welcome to The Reformatory, the podcast where we engage in life and theology and the local church without taking ourselves or others very seriously at all. I am one of your hosts, Josh Loftus. I am said other host, Jack Berry. Mr. Jack Berry, how are you, my friend? I'm doing fairly well. It's a nice day today. It's It's a good day. Was it foggy where you're at up there in the north of Everett? So we've been, yeah, we've been getting fog in the mornings. Uh, The fog rolls in and then uh, the sun will usually come out around 10 or 11 and burn it all away. Yeah, that's what kind of happened up here. Yeah. And then, but then, uh, yeah, anyway. Yep, it's been a good day so far. The sun is shining. Gosh, I don't know how hot it is outside, but it feels like about 70 where I'm at here in Tacoma. It's a nice day. Um, anyway, yeah, doing some work. I, I telework on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so doing some work, nice. enjoying myself a nice cigar. There you go. There you go. And, um, it's a good day yes, for it. I'm snobby about it. So you are. Yeah. I saw that on Twitter the other day. You are quite the cigar snob. I, this is true. I've seen, you, uh, I've seen you, I've seen people like give you cigars and cigars aren't cheap. And you turn your, you turn your Sicilian nose up at those. And you're all like, nah, yeah. nah, no thanks. I'm just, whatever, the Serbian, man. The Serbian in me will not, uh, will not grant seriously. the access. Whatever, man, whatever. I'm sorry. I can't help it. I can't I help it. I'm I particular. You I know. You're and a very I'm particular, particular Baptist. Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> oh, uh, well, Jack, uh, you got a day for me? What is today? Oh, yes. Today, Josh, today is a great day. Okay. Hopefully this will be this will be a day enjoyed by all because Josh, happy National Noodle Day, good hey, sir. Hey, not a bad day. I actually had Panda Express for lunch, so okay. I didn't even know it was Noodle Day, and look at me. There was like some sort of internal clock. You had chow mein. Did you? Oh yeah. Chow oh yeah. Mein? Oh okay. yeah. Yeah yeah. There you go. You got to go. Chow I mein. had ramen like a couple days ago, and that was good too. Actually, it was pho. There you go. But I think it's pronounced pho. Fa, I think it's fa. I think it's fa. Fi, fo, fum. <laughs> what was that one Marvel character that was a dragon in the comics? Was it? Oh, oh, fa, oh Bing, yeah. fang, foom. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dude, I guess they're bringing him back. Are they I heard really? they're Yeah, I heard for all you nerds out there. Oh yeah. I heard they're bringing Fing Fang Foom back to. Fing, uh, fang, what's the new movie with the martial arts dude in it? Shang Chi. Uh, uh, Iron Fist. Yeah, no, 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 not Iron Fist. It seems like uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings or something like that. Okay, all right. Anyway. Well, today is not only Noodle Day, Jack, but this is a very special episode. Very special episode. This is yes, episode sir. number 52. Yep, I'm going to have to spark another cigar for this one. There you go. <laughs> Light one up in, in honor. We, we are one year of the reformatory. One mm-hmm. year, dude. It has been a ride. It's been a journey. 
It has been. Um, we started a year ago. Uh, just, you know, two, two young kids, wet behind the ears. <laughs> two young bucks. Just th- throwing up the <laughs> microphones and uh, look, look, look where we've come. Look where we I mean, are. Most now. of that, let's be honest, most of that was Daniel and you. But I mean, for the last, like, <laughs> yes, I've been on this. I, yes, I was talking about Daniel and me. I've been yes. on this rodeo for a good, like, <laughs> gallivant here for a couple yes. months, per se. Yes. But, yes. You, you have finally settled into your saddle. Like, yeah. the, the saddle sores are gone. Yeah, um, the saddle dude, is broken in. It, it's broken in. It's broken in. But yeah, dude, we are one year, one year into the reformatory. And in honor of this episode, listeners. We mm-hmm. have been sponsored to do a giveaway by mm-hmm. our friends over at Renewed Man Grooming. Mm-hmm. We've got beard oil. We've got beard balm. We've got a reformatory t-shirt and a reformatory mug all in this epic one-year celebration of the reformatory giveaway. We will share this giveaway on all of the sociables, Twitter, Instagram, Twitter, I said Twitter twice, didn't I? Twitter, more Twitter, more Twitter. <laughs> so much Twitter. Uh, well, you know, Twitter. Joe, Thorne, Joe Thorne did say we're not a legit podcast till we have over 100 Twitter followers. <laughs> so that's probably why, like subconsciously, I'm trying to get us there. No, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Here's what you have to do if you want to be entered into this amazing giveaway. And yes, you do. Because even if you don't have a beard, for you ladies out there, this is a nice mug. And there's a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Like... The- and it's some maybe birthday, possible early Christmas gifting there going go. on right now. Exactly. Like, if you don't know what to get your man, get in on this giveaway and save yourself some money. Booyaka. Exactly. Exactly. So here, 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 here's what you all have to do to get in on this giveaway. When you see the social media posts, this is what you got to do. You got to make sure that you like slash follow the reformatory mm-hmm. on any sociables that you've got. All right, follow us on the tweaker, on the Instagrams, and on the Facebook. You've got to like the post. You've got to comment and tag somebody in that post so that somebody else can see it. That's what you got to do. I'm not going to make you share it to your pages or anything weird like that, although, although we could. That's actually not a horrible idea. Nah, no, no, no. All right. You got to like the post. You got to tag somebody in the post so someone else can see it. We will gather all of the names up, shake them up in a hat. And pick one on October 15th. One week. This is a one-week giveaway. That's what you all got to do. So we'll mention it again at the end of this podcast. You'll see the announcement go up on all the socials. But you do not want to miss out on this giveaway. I personally use Renewed Man Grooming for all of my beard needs. And I have to say they are absolutely amazing. The scents that they put out are stellar. Uh, and these ones are no no. Um, exception whatsoever so look out for that giveaway coming it should it'll be it'll be released today so if you're listening to this podcast the post is up get on over there like and follow and comment and you too can be entered in in the giveaway boom boom so uh, with that done jack what are we talking about today it's it's one year man one year yeah well i'll tell you what i'm doing right now as we speak i'm ordering this usb Oh, device to, yes. to make our lives apparently and our sound sound yeah extremely fantastical right now so. and i've been i've been so yes i ha- i am having you want, want been wanting you to get this focus right because we have new microphones we have a new setup we have a new sound 
as people can mm-hmm. probably hear on my end and your end, you still sound like you're speaking out of a can of Bush's baked beans. Let's <laughs> <laughs> oh be completely goodness. honest here. Let's call a spade a spade. Um, <laughs> We need to get you back up, dude. And it's taking how long is it taking you to order this piece of equipment? I, that you I need? will. I'm not making excuses. I'm just doing the deed right now. You're doing I, it at this uh, moment. At yes. this moment, you are ordering it so that next time, Jack and I will be on a level playing field in regards to the quality of sound. Um, so thank you, Jack, for finally <laughs> doing your part as my co-host <laughs> and ordering your equipment. <laughs> Hey, I placed the order. All right. It should be here on Friday. <laughs> did you do by the, the time? <laughs> by the time people listen to this episode, the next day I should have it. There right? you go. Did did you do the did you do the pay once or did you do the three easy payments? Which one did you uh, do? Okay. I looked at the three easy payments and they're like, blah, blah, blah. We have to do all this other stuff. I'm like, whatever. I'm just paying one time. There you go. One and done. All right. One and done. One and done. I love it. So Jack, I wanted to we wanted to do something a little different for this app. Um, we've got some serious plans and things like that, that we're going to go through, but I, I've been thinking kind of through the, the history of the reformatory, um, the apps that we've done, kind of the focus that we've had. And I think with us at one year, I think it would be kind of cool to kind of kind of look back a little bit on some things that we have done in the reformatory, things that we've appreciated about it, but but then also kind of look forward toward what we really want the focus of this podcast to be. Because mm-hmm. um, the reformatory has always been, you know, looking at life and issues and things like that through, through the reform perspective. Um, but, you know, you and I... Uh, I think you and I have a very specific and unified, what do you say? Unified. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that, that really is the centrality of the local church. Yeah. Um, so much of our conversations revolve around how we are serving or how we are trying to equip others around us to make the local church central in their life. Right. Um, and I really do see this podcast as naturally st- being kind of an outflow of that. Yeah. I mean, we definitely focus, most of our conversations have been focused on what we're doing locally, how even national things affect us locally. Mm. I mean, let's be honest, like, you know, pandemic stuff, voting, elections, all that stuff. We're not going to necessarily talk to you guys like on a national level. We're going to tell you how we're perceiving it from our local church and our local cities that we're in. And so I think that's always been what we've talked about uh, to a certain degree. And I think it's just natural that we keep going in that direction. And also like on a, on a bigger level too, of just how certain things will hit the local church or how we react to them. I mean, like, I, like I've stated before, pandemic, um, this continuing discussion on eth- uh, partiality, ethnic partiality, stuff like that going on in our country, um, the justice system, a whole bunch of other stuff. Basically, I think that being a good political scientist as I am. That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. 
<laughs> Got to put that degree to work, baby. I have degrees, you, people. They you, may you be useless. You ain't using them degrees. anywhere. Else. You ain't using them anywhere else. I know. Um, <laughs> as a as as a political scientist, I will say <laughs> your local elections matter a hundred percent more than on the national level because sure. people can do and enact legislation on the national level. But it won't be really felt until the state level. And especially, too, like just bringing it down to even a local level, like states are going to vary. State to state is going to vary. From what we're going through here in Washington uh, and the church is going to look very different from California sure. than from the Midwest of where we were just at, like at Joe and Jimmy's church over at Redeemer and right. kind of Chicagoland area. Even on like the East Coast, even parts of the East Coast, the South, um, the Northeast, uh, even down into Florida. I don't really call Florida the South. I just call Florida, Florida. Um, <laughs> Florida, Florida, Florida. Florida is not the is, South. <laughs> Florida is basically a different country. Florida <laughs> is uh, Cuba minor. Okay. Yeah, if, if you've been to Florida, if you've seen the shenanigans that happen in Florida, like there ain't nothing about like, okay, if we have listeners in Florida, we love you. We love you so much. Please listening. But y'all state down there is crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, I feel like living in Florida is like, I don't, here's my thing. I think they were ready for 2020 because they've been living the 2020 <laughs> lifestyle for so long. Like crazy <laughs> stuff will happen every single day and they don't care like that's Florida, just how it goes florida's that cousin that shows up to like thanksgiving like with like with like he's he's eating glue in the corner and we don't know why <laughs> wow wow oh my goodness yeah we love you florida you you have very nice beaches so anyway, those are my yeah. thoughts yeah. on on just our direction of the podcast and how we're going about things. And- yeah, like we we you know Jack and I really want this podcast to be an encouragement to the individual that's in the local church. Whether you're a pastor, whether you're a member, whatever your function is in the local church, we want you to be able to listen to the reformatory and come away more encouraged and equipped to better serve your church. So, Jack, when we when we talk about it, I think we we throw this phrase around a lot, and I think some people might not exactly know what we mean by it. When when we talk about the centrality of the local church in yeah. our life, what are we talking about there? Well, I think you have to. We I actually just went through uh, this idea of what is the church at my local church because I'm trying to aspire towards eldership, and so we have these meetings where we have. Uh, several men and the elders join together and we talk about different things about theology and life. And we talked about the church. Uh, and I mean, when we talk about the centrality of the local church, we do recognize that uh, the church is universal. It's global. Right. But we also recognize that being part of that global church, um, there are different members of the body per se, to use yeah. very uh, first Corinthians language. Right. And uh, the I cannot say to the foot, I don't need you, kind of like what Paul's kind of arguing and what scripture is saying in those words. And so why we say centrality of the local church is that um, we all need, each church needs one another. Um, and I would say we can't uh, fully appreciate uh, all of the members of the body unless um, we look around and see how those members are functioning within the body. And so... 
I would say that uh, the centrality is that uh, your local church is going to best equip you and disciple you. And if it doesn't, then you have the reformatory to keep you motivated to keep reforming, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. Or, or and to find a church that will. The reformatory yeah, is not your church. Sure, sure. Yeah, <laughs> we are that's, not your that's, pastors. That's another yeah. key tenant of that. Um, yes, it is. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that those things are are very key into what we talk about centrality of local, the local church. You're do we're focused on doing what what basically the early church was focused on doing is the key kind of local components to that early church were focused in a certain way and then yeah. they spread out and then they started to grow. And so out of the local church comes church planting, um, comes uh, revival per se, comes um, I would say a witness of blessing to your local city, I would say as well too. And so sure. yeah. I would say that's, God uses the, his church and especially the local church yeah. um, primarily in order to disciple you to be a witness amongst uh, the culture, uh, but then also uh, continue the gospel as well, too. You know, and I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback on that in that I, it is my conviction, and I want this to be the conviction of every Christian. Mm-hmm. I know it's not, but I, I want it to be, and, and, and I preach it, I teach it, I want it to be an outflow in this podcast, is that your local church, I truly believe, needs to be the central part of your life, mm-hmm. that we, we work in order you know, to make money, to provide for our families, but also so that we can support the local church. I really think that our free time, our gifts, our talents should be for the building up and encouragement of the local believers within the context of the local church. I think that our involvement in the local church should be our primary involvement in our life. Mm-hmm. Because through that comes just what you're talking about, Jack, the, the blessing of being with other believers uh, the accountability that comes from having an authentic relationship with other believers, that they're able to speak into my life, and when they see me falling short, they know where my blind spots are. They're able to build me up as Christ, as, you know, through through the Holy Spirit. Um, and having that, having that relationship with my local church to where it's to that level, I think only comes from going headlong, serving and getting plugged into the local church. And I really do think that that is what we, especially where we are right now in 2020, the local church has never been more needed in America than right now. Yeah. And we're seeing people leave Mm -hmm. and actually forsake church for whatever reasons for political reasons or for social reasons or for pandemic reasons. And it, it really saddens me to see that happen because when we do that, we we are literally throwing away the lifeblood that God has given us (laughs) Yeah, uh, for accountability, for encouragement, for being spurred on toward 
the the image of Christ, it's done through the context of the local church. Mm-hmm. Our involvement with our local church, I think, should be the primary involvement that we have. Yeah, a bigger idea, a very theological and bigger idea that we that I know that I look at. Um, there's a guy in the early church, kind of in the second century. His name was Cyprian. Talked a lot about the the church and the involvement of the church, and he brought up this kind of allegorical idea of if God be your father, uh, your the church would be your mother. Mm. And so there's definitely a need of uh, you to have the local church body as a way of caring for you, as a way of community, um, several different things. But I think that's a very key thing to look at. There's also this idea that um, the church holds salvation within it. That doesn't, and if the church is a, a body of elect believers, yeah. Uh, then they hold uh, salvation uh, within that assembly. And so, yeah, just just those bigger ideas like that. Uh, I think that as Protestants, we don't think of that as much because that sounds very Catholic-y sure. uh, per se. And if we're kids of the Reformation, we don't want anything to do with the papists. Oh. Uh, <laughs> So down down with the papists, you filthy papists. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I think we really need to look at that, especially uh, in today's context where the local church is so particular uh, and needed and needed as a witness. Like I said, needed as a witness, needed as uh, a community that is on mission uh, to disciple people and to plant churches. So yeah. No, I, I agree completely. And yeah, I really want this podcast to be something that encourages that. So I think even perhaps more so than we have in this past year, I think our listeners are going to start seeing a shift and I think a good shift into yeah, how is what we are talking about, whatever whatever the topic is, how does this affect our local church? How should this change the way we act or view our local church? What should the local church's response be to fill in the blank, right? Because mm-hmm. I, you know, and I think it's probably taken 2020 to really drive that point home for me is that, you know, in, in a lot of ways, sometimes the local church is all somebody has. Yeah. You know? Um, things like politics and social issues, they can be so polarizing and can like divide friendships and family. Like, and it shocks me how fast that happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not to say that the local church is impervious to that. It's in the local church as well. Right. Yeah. But the local church is where we should be going as our home base. Yep. Right. And where we should be going uh, for that community and that belonging that I think we naturally seek as humans. I think every, I think everybody seeks that type of relational, uh, community. I think, I think people find it in their, 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 their sports clubs or their, you know, their, their golf or at the bars or, you know, wherever, like people don't like being alone. I know all the introverts are saying, Oh no, we love being alone. Yeah. Not, even introverts, Wrong. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> even Wrong. introverts need people. 
They yeah. need people. And we hate That's being true. alone. Being alone scares us. So we're all going to seek community and that relational uh, commitment that I think we naturally desire. We're all going to seek that somewhere. And my point is the local church should and needs to be that place for the Christian. Not to say you can't have friends outside of church or, you know, go enjoy golfing or bowling or I don't know, curling, maybe curling. I don't know. I don't know who would do that, (laughs) but maybe you're a curler and you enjoy your curling buddies. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. That's all fine, Mm -hmm. but that shouldn't be the primary source of your relational engagement for lack of a better term. Right. Yeah. No, it's definitely true. There's guys. Um, and I think this comes down to, to your local church, uh, leadership, you know, myself as a deacon, when I'm overseeing a men's group, as I am, uh, when we're recording right now, I'm going to meet tonight with them at the church building. Mm. Um, some of those guys are introverts and zoom stuff didn't help them in that. And so it's like, as the leader, I got to pivot and make decisions. And it's like, okay, I got to keep in mind and aware of pandemic stuff. And then I got to keep in mind and aware of, Hey, probably meeting within the church building, but then also social distancing and trying to do your best to honor certain things that your local government has put into place, especially during a pandemic. That's probably that's looking out for people and that's looking uh, at them and saying, how can I best um, give them community and give them a place of community, knowing that a bunch of different factors are coming down. Well, and, so, you know, and that, that brings up a really important topic too, is that part of being a member at a local church means that you sacrifice things. Yeah. Now everyone has their opinions on the masks and the pandemic, and you can have all those debates and conversations. Sure. That's fine. But at the end of the day, we are called to be self-sacrificial toward each other. So if somebody, if somebody is basing their decision on whether or not to come to church because, uh, you know, or, or come to a men's group, like based on, you know, well, are we going to be wearing masks or are we going to be social distancing? Right. Just, just to follow that, that line of an example, I have my personal opinions on the effectiveness and social distance of masks. They're going to be different from everybody else. Yeah. That shouldn't matter. I should love my people enough to sacrifice everything that I possibly can in order to give them the community that they need. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean that, 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 that you don't also like, you know, if it, if it's, if it's something that's, if it's something that's unbiblical, <laughs> we want to graciously walk them through why that probably shouldn't be a hang up for them. Right. Yeah. If they are refusing to meet because of one thing or another, it's like, well, let's, let's talk about that. Let's see if we can, if we can get through that. But, but as a whole being, part of a local church means that you sacrifice of yourself, right? We have this huge consumeristic mentality in America and it has crept into the church so much in that we look at church, like when, you know, when we're looking for a church or we're, you know, trying to figure out how we're going to plug in, how to get plugged in. It's what, what can I get out of it? How does this meet my needs, right? Does the, does, is the preaching what I need? Is the music the style that I like? Are there places and programs for me to get plugged in? I'm a belief that that, that is actually backwards. 
of how we yeah. should be viewing church. We should yeah. be looking at church and, and our local church specifically is how can I be part of the body here? How yeah, can I, think I serve? Yeah. I think the biggest thing too, what we talked about in that meeting about the local church uh, for aspiring elders too, is a lot of people are asking the question of, do I belong at a local church? If I'm a Christian, if I'm a person that's been changed and been born again by the power of the Holy Spirit, do I really belong here? Even though I have these feelings of, I feel disconnected. I don't have community. Um, we went through some kind of uh, questions on that and it's all like, absolutely. You belong here. Yeah. You're indispensable here at the local church. If you're a believer, if somebody comes in to our church building right. and has legitimate questions and also is trying to seek affirmation, of course I'm going to give them <laughs> affirmation Right. If they're a, if they're a believer now, if they don't believe, if they're looking for community and affirmation and their hope and trust is not in Christ, that's a completely different other conversation to have. Sure. And that's something that's an opportunity for discipleship as well too. But yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, we need to be very upfront with people to say like, yes, even at a local church, you're still part of, you're still a member of the body as well too. And so, um, yeah, they're just indispensable. And mm -hmm. I think both you and I have come from different experiences where we felt like we're dispensable. Yeah. We are right. um, cogs in a wheel. And if that cog does not work, you throw it away. Yep. Uh, if this... <clears throat> Um, certain kind of, you know, whatever analogy you want to put it, if it doesn't work, throw it away, right. destroy it. Uh, I think both you and I have had experiences like that. And we were talking about this a little bit before the show, but it's like, I think it confirms our election a little bit more that we're believers that we're still wanting community. We're still wanting to be a part of the local church, we're still wanting uh, all those things we see in scripture and even to be challenged to do those things in scripture. So, no, I, I completely agree. I think anyone looking in uh, to the situations that, that, that you and I have had, you know, and the difficult uh, church hurt that, that I've gone through, I think anybody, especially someone without Christ looking in, it would not make sense to them whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, the love that I still have for the church mm -hmm. on any just, just, you know, temporal, logical, earthly standards. It doesn't make sense that I'm still going to church and actually wanting to serve in church and wanting to be part of that community because of the experiences that I've had. Right. Yeah. It doesn't make sense, but that's what grace and the gospel does. It's nothing inside me because I, I will fully admit, I've talked about this before, you know, especially the, the, one of the most, one of the more recent church hurt experiences I've gone through. I went through a good, you know, close to a year of, of emotionally and mentally not wanting to be at church. Mm. Like I didn't want to be there. Yeah. I had, I had no actual desire to go. The only reason that I went was because mentally 
you know, I knew that's what the Bible told me to do. Sure. But the Lord uses the same people to bring the hurt, to bring the healing. It's, it's, it's his people. It's the people of God. And yes, we are sinned against. And yes, we go through difficult situations and very painful and emotional situations in, in church. But it doesn't change the importance and the doesn't change the centrality, the importance of the centrality of the local church in my life. Mm-hmm. And it is only by the grace of God that I, I love the church uh, the way that I do. And I want others, I want to help others to have the same love that I do for the church um, because yeah. in it is found healing and in it is found Christ, mm-hmm. right? That's, where we truly see the 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 blessings of being part of this of this blood community mm-hmm. through Christ is through the context of the local church. So I really want this podcast and our listeners to to hear hear our hearts on this is that the lo- your local church is the most important uh like the most important thing about you <laughs> next to your salvation, <laughs> your relationship yeah. with Christ is, is, is if, if, if you have a bad, if you are in a bad local church, uh, s- you know, scenario, it's going to affect every aspect of your life. Yeah. It's just, it's just going to, it's going to affect your marriage. It's going to affect your job. It's going to affect uh, your, you know, the, your hangout time. It's going to affect, uh, affect your friendships because the local church is supposed to be our home base. That's where we gain our strength and gain our community. And if you don't have that, you're going to be a ship floating on the ocean without that anchor. Yeah. So really want the local church to be the focus. We want to be an encouragement for you guys uh, on this podcast to get plugged into your local church. And I'm excited, man. Like, I'm excited for the years to come. We're, we're, we're 52 eps in. We're 52 eps young. Josh is thinking, all right, Jack's got his mic stuff in the... Yes. Dude, I, hey, I just got a co- phone call from Sweetwater. I denied that phone call. They're shipping it. It's coming. Excellent. There you go. Josh Good. is like, all I care about this, this yes. high quality coming dude, down the line. Dude, oh, come mice. on. Seriously, we've been we've been over... Well, and and here's, here's what Jack and I are going to try to do. We're going to actually try to meet up physically yeah. together. And uh, knock to, out a day's worth of yeah, right. Slog it out. Podcast day, the podcast day to get some in the bank. Uh, and because I hate the Zoom, man, I hate the Zoom so much. So we're gonna have to figure out some some places, uh, perhaps near Tacoma, um, yeah, to record. Because um, uh, yeah, Zoom's getting old. We gotta test out that new mic, baby. Yeah. So yes, everyone, <laughs> keep your eye out for this giveaway. It's coming. Mm-hmm. When this podcast release, if you are listening to this podcast, it means that the announcement is up on all the sociables. Like our page, follow us, like the post, and tag someone in it. That's how you get entered. And you will be entered into a glorious, glorious one-year celebration giveaway sponsored by Renewed Man Group. Yes, sir. So, uh, as Josh said, you can check us out. All the sociables... Check us out on the Instagram, the Tweaker, the Facebook, if you will. 
Uh, you can follow us at Reformatory Pod, are all of our names at uh, those sociable sites. Mm-hmm. And also think about possibly being a patron of ours on the Glorious Patreon. Please, please. So. Yes, it costs money to, you know, you know, Jack had to just shell out all this money to get new equipment. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> Spending that cheddar. <laughs> uh, yes, we would appreciate it, you guys, uh, if you would not. If you would consider partnering with us in this ministry as we encourage the local church um, and individuals to get plugged into the local church. So we thank you all so much for listening. And we will catch you on the next step of the Reformatory. Mm-hmm.